Okay, we'll start off with one question. What's like the question from recent emails? So this ties into Kibaravim and the Navishir. We discussed a few weeks back the complicated sugi, which I hope doesn't come up with anybody here, but it does come up uh, in uh, difficult situations where the parent leaves the tzava, that the son, the son not forgive the uh, perpetrator of the person who bobbled him and caused him, he claimed cure of misasai and he shouldn't forgive him and should never forgive him and uh, didn't say he should take the kama, but we discussed is that ever mutter for the Yisrael Lasikam And if you recall, we said, which is what the Menachas pointed out, that in rare instances, the person really did an avla and he never apologized and he's non-repentant and it's a zonion of the parent to befriend him, then there's what to discuss. Yeah, it should be rare. You have to ask a shayla and often... If you don't know the fellow that well, you could just avoid him and not befriend him and not scream at him either and look for him at Bechasnas to rank him out. There's an in-between. So somebody asked me the following question. He wanted to know in Malachim, Davon HaMelech left the Tzava, which we discussed at length. It's, it sounds surprising if you don't know the background. Usually people are very, very forgiving on their deathbed. And Davon HaMelech was forgiving his whole life. And Shem Ben-Geira, he forgave. And almost forgave, and yet he tells Shlomo Melech to take care of him, but he wasn't the only one on the list. Yayov and other people who had rebelled against him, and despite their tremendous avoida for David and Melech's days, David, Yayov in particular, had the interesting role that he took upon himself, most of it was correct, that he's here to protect David and Melech's days, David, the only problem with Yayov is he chose to protect Melech's days, David, even to the detriment of David, when he decided that it was bad for Machazay's David, and the problem is it wasn't his decision. And David Melech, as we know, left instruction, instruction for Shalom Melech to make sure that they're punished. So, per the Menchus Elazar, he had a right to do that. Stam, uh, Shalom Melech should protect the covet of David. It was much more than that. It was the fact that Shalom Melech was 12 years old. He was taking a kingdom which, just before, he almost lost. And it was fragile, and David Amal was giving him advice. This is how you run the kingdom, and these people are still at large, and yes, they're older, and, and maybe they learned their lesson, maybe yes, and maybe not. And you've got to be careful. And these people did so much good, we want them to get a kapara, which is usually not our business. Give people kaparas and to uh, make sure they're uh, getting punished by Lamazeb. But David Amal understood that the Mechadem doesn't do them a favor by Lamazeb. So this person who I won't quote by name. That's an excellent question. I won't quote him by name because he's using a pen name. So it's not going to help. So he knows who I am already when I said that. And um, he's a frequent uh, shoyal. And so I can't give him credit because the name's not going to mean anything to anybody. In Malach and Parag Alabez, and he's actually uh, quoting that his daughter actually asked him the shoyal. So I don't know her name either. Shlomo Melch is carrying out the Tzavah. Davon Melch, he was Mechabal, Klolus, killed Yaya, if you remember. Yaev had a taina. I already got clawless. And your father left me clawless, and I have all these clawless weighing on me and my future generations. Now you're going to kill me, so at least take back the clawless. <clears throat> Which, I think if you were about to arrest somebody and he was about to get in serious trouble, and he said that, we wouldn't be garrisoned. Like, speak when you're spoken to, you have the right to remain silent. And like, but he was right. Apparently, the Gemara held 
Gemara records the conversation. The Gemara held he was right, and the Gemara says historically, Shlomo took it back, and it came out, unfortunately, in all of Dov's descendants, meaning the clothes were chal at various times. Didn't get to all of them yet, but they were chal because the people deserved it, and so does Zevzegarim. The fact that Klolos was hanging over didn't help too much. So he took back the Klolos. So the question is, why couldn't he let Yoyev keep the Klolos and kill him in a similar, similar way that he killed Shemi Ben Geira? Shemi Geira, he wasn't sentenced to death. He wasn't tried and sentenced. He just said, by the way, you've got to live in Yerushalayim and stay in Yerushalayim, which he did his whole life anyway. He was sitting and learning his whole life. He was 98 years old, for all we know. So, no. If I would uh, give anybody here, Xavier, got a living Yishlan, you'd say, Ken Yiratz and Venem Ramin. So, Shlomo Malbuchach Masa understood that this is not a question of if, it's a question of when. And therein lies the answer. He was executing Shimi. He just executed him in a way that was Bukhavadik because he was Shlomo Malbuchach's Rebbe, believe it or not, and he was a big Kamachachan, so he didn't want to just uh, take him in. But he was really sentencing him, and it was just a matter of time. And sure enough, uh, one of his other ran away, we all know the story, and he quickly went to Chesloyz to get him brought back. And Shlomo Melch arrested him and said, I heard you left. He said, no, no, I just left to get him. I came right back. I said, well, that wasn't the deal. So basically he knew it wouldn't work, and had he done that deal with Yaya, the same thing would have happened. So the fact mm-hmm. he executed him and he tried him more quickly, less quickly, is the same issue. And had the Klolas been on Shemi Ben Geira, mm-hmm. Hashem Geir would have timed, you've got to take him back, it would have been the same story. So there's no, there's no difference between the two. The Chiddush over here is that this is not only not against Kibbut Aveim, it was Shlomo's Chiv and Kibbut Aveim to carry out this Savah, even though starting off the reign with the execution, the arrest and execution of very famous people is itself a possibility, runs the possibility of destabilizing things. Davon HaMelech, and Shlomo HaMelech, that's a good son, and understanding that uh, his father knew more about running the Malchus than he did, took it and was Makayim the Tzavah. Normally, you get a Tzavah like this, it's also to follow because Kibbutz Aveim dictates they can tell you what to do if it's not Gea to their covet or to, her, to your Chinuch, but not when it's Asr. The Chidush is that he understood that was, was the Tzadik and he wasn't stopped taking the Kamen, it was really Mutter. That was the Chidush over here. So we have two cases now one Psach from Davra Malch, the other one from Minchas Alazar, very far apart. And there might have been a few cases in between, but not too many. So I think it was just an interesting example before you run away with the heter of continuing a family feud. You know, ask a Shaila, I only have two cases in print, one another and one of the Mechasalaza. There might have been more, but <laughs> not hundreds more. So you've got to be very, very careful with it. Okay, let's go back to brothers and sisters. Speaking of Nakama, there are many siblings who... Uh, have um, had a sibling rivalry. And uh, one brother told me that uh, his sister had tainas on him. Good people. He actually, uh, many years ago, he went, to, he went to learn. And he was learning and learning. Mm-hmm. And the sister had a... Parents uh, were worried. The sister had a taina, wanted him to go to college. It was a whole back and forth. So uh, one time he was leaving, I guess, getting back on the bus, going back to Yeshiva, I remember the exact case, and she said, uh, you want me to fix you a tuna fish sandwich? So he said, oh, very nice. Well, what are sisters for? Fix him a tuna fish sandwich. It wasn't laced, Baruch Hashem. Uh, but when he ate it, he noticed this very rubbery taste. It had rubber bands in it from beginning to end. You know, after you put the tomatoes down, you know, put the... Uh, I was chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing. So, um, siblings sometimes do these 
little practical jokes. And uh, the nice thing is, most people grow up, and as a reintroduction to the sugi we began last week, uh, whatever we decide on how many siblings that include sisters or not, uh, the good news is that most people grow out of it. And matter of fact, in many homes, my Rebetzin told me this is so, I uh, didn't grow up with seven sisters. So <laughs> that's an interesting scenario unto itself, right? So seven sisters is a great... Uh, a great family, close in the family unit, they're, they're, and they are. They were very close, are very close, Baruch Hashem. Uh, she said there was an unwritten rule <coughs> that no matter how much you fight as a single girl, as soon as you get married, on a dime, like from the chuppah, it never happens again. So I thought, I heard this early on, I thought that was interesting. And I will be made, well, Baruch Hashem in this family, and that is the family is true. And it was like overnight, and siblings are siblings. No matter where you're from, there will be sibling rivalry. There'll be petty fights, teenagers and girls, boys. Boys fight different than girls. And, but there's, there's really some fighting. Some fighting, some uh, loud voices, some, you know, fighting over, uh, sure, fighting over the Tanakh, who gets the Navi first and who gets the Dilem first, things like that, you know, common things around the house. And uh, as soon as uh, they're married, there's an understanding that uh, we're married now, and that's a milestone of life, and you don't continue this. So if you're looking, uh, if your children are in Shidduchim, and you're looking to uh, looking forward to some peace and quiet, that might be, there's no halachic gedda to that. The assumption is, is that they're mature enough to get married, they're mature enough for this, doesn't mean it can't happen. And also the fact that the greatest... Uh, Spur to growth in life is when you're embarrassed in front of everybody else. You have a new chasm. You don't want to be caught fighting. So, like anything else in life, if you have somebody watching you and there's a certain forced maturity, that's a nice thing. So I thought that was an interesting gedda, but I, I see after uh, decades it actually works. So something you could share that with your kids. is something to uh, look forward to. Not your kids in particular, but uh, I saw you smiling. Okay, let's go. Enough family secrets. Let's go to page three. On page two, we covered last week the first opinion in the Achreinim, the Shvutz Yaakov, that weighs in very heavily in the following Chakira, which we'll repeat now and now go further with it, because it's the Chakira of the Sugya. And that is when it says, you have a to Mechabed based next Shavov, an older brother, it says actually a Chicha HaGodol, Loshin Yochid, Subis. Does that mean only the oldest brother? Kamat everybody holds doesn't have to be a Bechar, as in Bechar, Lanachala, Petarechem, as opposed to a C section. It means the oldest. Does that mean a Bechar, Lafuke, to exclude the younger ones? Or does it mean all the older siblings? Question number two, along the same lines, does it include sisters as well? The Shvas Yaakov was of the opinion strongly that anybody who's not a Golem, based on the Mishnah in uh, others, should understand you don't speak in front of people who are older than you. And that should come naturally. But for the chiv, the of the cover of the siblings, he says the Gemara's dafkan is only the oldest one, and it's not sisters. And the assumption is nothing to do with the sisters might be able to run the house better when the parents are away. But the understanding was the gadula and the authority was given to the Bukhar when the parents weren't there. And that's what they wanted. And they, he held it was a function of according to the Ramban, keep it of aim, that's who they give it to, according to the Rambam, which we'll get into now, it's only the elder brother, either way, he says either, according to the Ramban, or the Rambam, which we'll now document, uh, either way, his opinion was, it does not apply to all the older siblings, only the oldest, and not to the sister. That was the Shvetsi Aikin. The Shazen Shuv is Mari Vail, which you have in front of you on page 3, we'll quote this and argue, 
And he is going to go at greater length to explain where this, he thinks the Machlaik is, is coming from. He says it's a Machlaik, it's Rishayinim. So we'll see the Lumdas here. It's going to depend on this Shiloh, which again we've had by grandparents, uh, by in-laws. Um, okay, we'll discuss uh, how far in-laws go. But the step-parent, we said clearly it was only dependent when the parent was alive. That's the Machavah Sebeferish. And afterwards it was only an Eitzah Teva from Rabbi Yudanasi. Only, it's a big thing. It's not a is a real chakir. What is the dindaraisa? So take a look at the bottom of the second column on page three. See the bracket. Does it mean the pecking order? And if you're number nine, you have eight people to be mechabed. Which we saw last week. And that was the Maskanda Shvos Yaakov and the Halachas Katanis. He says, it doesn't sit well with me, and he's going to try to prove now it's at least a Machalikas Vishayanim. Fascinating. The first Raya you have is the Machuvas Harosh, and that was the Raya from Vishayanim the Shvos Yaakov had in the exact opposite direction. Which is fascinating. Chuvas Rush, if you remember, says that the Gzeh Sakasamidaraisa applies even to a half brother from a mother. Remember Zraya? He says the Vav is from the Esimecha. So it applies even to a half brother from a mother. So the Shwaziaka brought the Raya. You see, the Rush is just going to say out piece far that applies to all the older siblings. He even has to find them a car in the Pasuk for a half brother from the mother. So the Shwaziaka brings that as a Raya that you can't extrapolate. He's going to say the exact, exact opposite. Da ha. Three lines at the bottom. Da kasav rosh b'tshuva klal tezvav. Sitzvav. Da chayev. Lachabit ach achav agadam yimad. Fi she'ikar riboy deve'es gabi yimechag siv. Akan l'shana. Im kain hech shayach yerushas gedula gabi ach me'em. I thought this was very interesting. I don't really understand it. He says, well, you see from the rush, he includes a half-brother from the mother. According to the whole theory of the Shavuz Yankov, it's only the oldest brother because parents want him to be in charge and he's Yerush the Gedula. Why would a half-brother from the mother be Yerush the Gedula? Well, I agree. If there's a half-brother from the father, he wouldn't. If there's a half-brother from only the mother, why not? So I think it's rise in the fact that the rush is being all-inclusive that there's even a chiv and a half-brother from a mother, even when there's a half-brother from a father. And then his raya is a good raya. Then why would he yash in the gedula according to the Shvetsyanker? Are we talking about the real Yerusha? We're talking about like just the... Well, not Yerusha. It's like who's in charge? And again, I said a girl would be perhaps more capable. Sister might be more capable of keeping house in the kitchen and, the, and making sure everything's running smoothly. But the concept of a parent giving authority, giving the crown, the kesser, the lusher, the uh, Shvetsyanker, that was traditionally only given over to the Bukhar... Okay, it doesn't be a bachar than achalah peterechem, but the oldest son, not to the daughter. And he's saying, well, okay, but if you have a choice between a half brother from a mother, a half brother from a father, why would there be a chiv and a half brother from the mother? So I wanted to say, well, maybe that's only when zemashiyesh. But apparently, he's learning, and I can understand that. He says the gzeis of the, the rush is saying that ve'asimecha is if there's a half brother from a a father, a half brother from a mother. So you have to mechabed either one, or is he taking the position? Depends on. His real his sheet is Yatim Chapin, all the older ones. So then he'll read the rush that no, it means it's a half brother from the mother, half brother from the father, and the Zazak custom even from the mother, even though he's not Yerush Gadula. So then the Shaila is, well, is he, would it not be Yerush Gadula if he was the only one there? Zemashi why wouldn't Gadula go to him? That's, that's the. Is Yerush Gadula from a different father? 
Yeah, but if he's the only one, but it's, it's obviously a, it's a second marriage. It's a combined family. And he might be the ranking one. But which, he's which, not part of the family necessarily. He may have... Uh, but he might be the oldest one there. Why can't the... the Rush simply saying that don't say I have no chiv whatsoever for a half-brother from the mother. Can't be the ve'esim echa levav is by a mother. So it must be that. So he's saying, well, he wouldn't actually do that. Why, why is there no scenario he wouldn't actually do that? Why is he assuming that? He's assuming that's the question. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. He, I guess he said, "Well, the minig was they only gave it to a half brother from the father." Why, why would that be? I'm, I'm not sure why that's a, a kasha in the Shvuzyaika. But that's his first. That's his first kasha. Page four. Unknown. Top line. Nira. The nafal zebra vuse machlekes haramam ramban. And this is what everybody quotes. So let's get this straight. Because this is really the source of the whole machlekes. The Shvuzyakim bavarned this. He said, "It's only according to the Rambam. It's a separate zayas because of uh, nothing to do with the parents." And same machlekes we have by grandparents. Is it independent or only because of the covenant of the parents' extension of the parents? So the Rambam would hold that it's only the oldest brother. And the Shvuzyakim wanted it. What? Grandparents is the same machlekes. Whether or not it's an independent chiyuv, we don't know. We don't have any Rambam versus anybody else. There's a chakir in the Achrami. But over here, the Rambam just means it's not even clear the Rambam, as we'll see in the Hemshah. Is it the oldest, is it the oldest uh, brother or is it the oldest Bukhar? No, it doesn't have to be a Din Bukhar. Oh, so the assumption is until we get, that's why I picked this Shuvah, there are many Shuvahs on this. I picked this Shuvah because he goes through all the subshires that he's going to mention soon, maybe even tonight. He says, isn't it a little bit odd that you can have somebody after Mechabit for 30 years? who's the oldest brother, and all of a sudden he's not here anymore, and then it goes to the second one. He's trying to bring that as a riot to what's going to be his position, that it's all the older siblings the whole time, because he said, if you're old like the Shrest Yankiv, so for 30 years it's him, and all of a sudden it's him. Again, I'm not, I don't want to take sides, but the Shrest Yankiv would say, why not? He was the older... If you have a general in an army, and Rahman Stein, he's killed in a battle. So I was machabed him the whole time, he's the general. All of a sudden, I got to answer, yeah. No, so he, so this, the, the two go together. If you hold that it's just because it's the oldest brother, so it's not the younger, not any of the other siblings, then it's not a sister. If you hold it's all the older siblings, then you could talk about sister also. It goes hand in hand, as he will explain right now. No, but what happens if it's if you go that it's the oldest brother, but here there's an older sister? Does that mean no. that everybody's going to have that second, that oldest brother? Even though he has a sister that's older than uh, a good question. I, I saw somebody who talks about that. I assumed, that, I didn't see any clear ayahs. I assumed, yes. Because if Dal Mehacha, again, not to impinge on the talent of the sister, the sister is probably more mature and more organized, but the Gedulu is yashin by the oldest son. It's not a din and a bachar. So it, it's not pushit. I saw somebody try to bring a raya. I wasn't, um, I wasn't moved by the raya in one direction or another. But yeah, that's a common shayla, by the way. Like 50% of the time. So that's a pretty important. You know, one of the other sisters than a, than a brother. Uh, but he's going to go. She you'll see. Also. She's younger. She's older. Uh, that far? That's, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> so, sounds like you have uh, <laughs> an agenda over here, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, if you hold that he's the ranking. Uh, the ranking leader, she is Mechabed him? I don't know. I wouldn't go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Raya. I don't have a Raya. But, uh, 
You know, I saw some struggle with that point. Like, if you got to take a position first, it's basically everybody quotes the Mari, Mari Vial against the Shvazyankov and many others that follow. Let's finish this piece first and we'll, we'll see. Shvazyankov is very stark in the other direction. He's not so stark in this direction. He's going to say it's a Machalis Yashayim, at least. So we'll, we'll see how he develops this. Let's go again. Amnam Nira Denofos, that top line. Bavuse Machalikas, Rambam Rambam, Sefer Mitzvah, Sherish Hashemi. The Rambam has a Sefer Mitzvah, as you know. You have the smog. You have the Bahag, you have the Rasag, many of the Rishayim have different mitzvahs. Everybody holds their 613, because the Gemara and Makkas. If you can get to it in Dafyami, it's coming. And everybody knows you've got to fit into that number. It's always a big machlekis, uh, what goes into a mitzvah, what's a sub-mitzvah. And in the Sherish, the, the Sherash, and the Ramam tries to give you the Klolem, and the Ramban starts arguing on what the Klolem should be. And the discussing in Sherish Bays, the example the Ramban gives is, in keep it of aim, do we take the satellite um, Joshua's of Kibbutz of Aim, the Vav, the Rabbah Zachi Chagadol, and then the, maybe the grandparents, the coins, the Ramah, and the Eish Zavicha. Is that all one mitzvah or not? That would depend on whether it's a function of Kibbutz of Aim or it's an independent Chiv. That's what this Ramban's talking about. Step parents, everybody holds it's a dindaraisa, almost everybody, but he holds a separate uh, dindaraisa, Rabban Savra, that called Nichas Begedder Kibbut of Aim, and of course should be listed therefore as one mitzvah. Skip to the next line. She'ein a mitzvah is the Ramban. She'ein a mitzvah kein elabachaya alvis. According to the Ramban, it's a function of kibbutz of aim. It only applies when they're alive. And everybody keeps asking, "Well, we passing as luchiv kibbutz achamaisa, but not for the ones that are in the orbit, so to speak, that are because of the parent. That's only when the parents are alive." According to the Ramban, the Ramban, with the exception of step parents, uh, says not so. She'ein a mitzvah kein elabachaya alvis. Afishu genai lehem she is bazu toldosayim vehem is darim bezaharbe. They don't want. The other children to be not respecting each other. And they always give a to the kids to respect their older siblings. The Vav is a Vav adjunct to the Kibbutz of Aim. So it's a function, according to Ramban, of Kibbutz of Aim. This is the Ramban. Again, the Shavis Yaakov learns that the Ramban would agree over here because they only want the kids to respect the oldest son. He's going to argue on that. And the fifth to the fourth, and so on and so on. It doesn't make a difference who they are as long as they're older. Skip down two lines. The Rambam Lishitasa holds the Zuchiv covered after me, so it's not totally in the parents. It's a separate mitzvah. It's a separate mitzvah. It's only the oldest brother. That there's no chilik to lomachalik ben misa lachaim rak beishasav. The only chilik is a step parent after the natural parent is no longer here. There's no chiv of the step parent maker a din of avachicha gadol kalsav stam, which we saw in the mechab. The mechab is not mechalik. It doesn't say after misa there's no chiv on the older sibling. So thus far, he wants to taina according to the Rambam. We have, uh, and the Machaber follows the Lashon of the Rambam. There's no chilik, the parents is alive or not. It's an independent chiv. It's an independent chiv. It's only the, what the Gemara says it is, the reboy, which is the oldest. According to the Ramban, he's going to go on to say, the Ramban would hold that it's totally what the parents want. It's a function of cover the parents. So the parents want to the all, each younger one to the Machaber, all the older ones. And the Shvetsiakon says, that's not true. So they're arguing what the Ramban would hold. And, um, 
And that's the way he, so far, learns the Machlekes. Uh, the uh, next paragraph will start summing it up, and then he'll ask his individual subconscious, but Mr. Shem will get to that tomorrow night.